Hey, what's up? Uh, welcome back to the Small Town Artist Podcast. This special um, recording today, special episode, we're sitting in the living room eating cookies and chocolate. It's about almost 10 o'clock at night. Shelby's back. Say hi, Shelby. Woo! Hello. Hello. My mouthful of cookie. We're here hanging out. She's drinking wine. I'm having topo. Uh, and uh, we were, we've were we been talking a lot about like this new topic called Fuck the Hustle, which is really interesting. And we're going to get into that topic right now and how it how we think it kind of involves artists and just entrepreneurs and people that are in that mode that they think they've got to work, work, work. Um, so we're going to get into that. So this might be a kind of a longer episode, but you guys just... Joe Rogan long. Joe Rogan long. <laughs> not Joe Rogan Four long. Hours. No, not Joe Rogan long. <laughs> so you guys just sit back. It's probably going to be maybe a 20 or 30 minute episode. Uh, so enjoy it. But we're going to get into it. Uh, you remember when you were... Um, I've been you told both me, times I started the podcast. Remember whenever you told me about that quote that your friend said to yes. you? What was the quote again? Um, he said in response to my video on Instagram, he said, no one's, he said, there's, uh, I'm just going to read it. So make sure I say it right. This is my friend from like 10, 10, I'm so old now, 10 years ago that I met in Mexico. He responded to it and he said, there are no tombstones that read. I wish I had worked more. Right. There are no tombstones tombstones that read, I wish I had worked more. That's interesting. And that really has a lot to do with what we talked about earlier. For fucking sure. Right. Because there's like this... I would say from for the last maybe 12 years, there's been this emergence of like the entrepreneur, like the side hustle, the... And then the thoughts that go with that, but I think it's been perpetuated for much longer than that. I think it. I think it comes from a lot of things. Um, I think it comes one from the traditional Henry Ford education system, which is, I am a cog, therefore I must have the validation of the machine. Right. So therefore, but- I need validation and that's really hard like and then that's went into like the 80s which was you need to make money to be validated right everyone's looking for validation and the theme keeps changing i need i need recognition from a boss i need money i need a great instagram i need does it make sense like, yeah yeah the thing the idea changing. the the idea of success it almost makes us think that we have to grind out and work and work really really hard but if you think about it it doesn't work for creative if you guys are thinking about it if you think about all the videos you've watched all the tutorials all the instagrams all the people that are claiming you got to do this and do that in order to find success even if it's like oh if you do this one thing you'll be successful you guys ever read that clickbait tell them about the tiktok video what tiktok that started all this oh the one where we watched with a guy was like get up at 3 30 yeah, he's making fun of the entrepreneur. He's making fun of entrepreneur. This guy on TikTok, we love TikTok, and uh, he was like, he did this video where it shows him getting up at three thirty, 
And then he's like, he gets up, he works out, he's working on the computer, and then he's asleep by three. Yes. And he's supposed to be, he's like, the day in life of an entrepreneur. And he's like doing all the things that like YouTube entrepreneurial videos say you do, which is like, get up, work out, read, work on your computer, answer emails, read some more. Do more work, and by, like, 2.30, he's passed out. He was before. asleep, which is funny because I know it's a joke, but what it really means, no, I think... No, no, but you're forgetting the comment that started my whole pissed-off rant that made me make the what? video. Then, some entrepreneur, and if you could see me, I'm doing air quotes right now. Some entrepreneur TikTok account gets on there and is like, real entrepreneurs never sleep. Oh, that's right. And I was like, shut the fuck up, and then I made a video. <laughs> Yeah, because you'd have a psychotic episode if you didn't because sleep. Because it's for- ridiculous. We're yeah. proposing like, and I've, this is what's pissed me off for the last five years. Is I've listened to this and they're like, get less sleep, sacrifice your life. If you really want it, then you'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. So causing yourself to become sick and die. Well, and then it also pursuit. it also makes you hate what you do, yeah. what you love. You know what I mean? Yes. I, could, I couldn't imagine painting... Okay, actually, I can here's, because here's, I've done it. Here's the, here's the thing: I've I've painted for twenty four hours straight. Right, I've done it. How it's much, on YouTube. How much fun was that? It was miserable. I like at the end of it, I was in so much pain. Like I'd got a lot done, but I was so miserable, and I was like, I was completely uh, useless for like two days. It's on yeah, you. It's on YouTube. Your brain's dead. Yeah, if you guys check it out, it's on YouTube. I I painted for twenty four hours straight. I'd done that twice. Two years consecutively. According to the entrepreneur YouTubes, you need to be doing that nonstop, 365. Fuck. All day. Fuck the all day. All day. No, I can't do that. And nobody should do that. Because why? Then, because, because here's the problem. Here's the fucking problem. It's because people become entrepreneurs. Right. So they don't have to have an asshole boss. And they don't have to have a stupid ass job. Right. That's nine to five. Sure. Because, and so, oh crap, now I forgot where I was going with this. Hang on. I had a great point. Ah, okay. I'll work it out as I go. Okay. So, like, you become your own boss because you want the freedom. And you want the great, like, you imagine this great life with all this time on your hands. You control your schedule. But then you end up becoming, at least in my opinion, you end up becoming the boss you had to get away from or worse than that. No, it's much worse because you can't manage yourself. And so you expect more work out of yourself because it's a lot of what people are feeding us. They're feeding us like... Oh, especially if you're already in that mode. If you're already out in the entrepreneur mode, you're probably listening to like Gary Vee. You're probably listening to uh, um, Tony Robbins. You're probably listening to a lot of these other folks that are, you know, entrepreneurial gurus. And a lot of them are telling you to work really, really hard and work your ass off. Uh, and I don't think they the, – the scary part about that is that if you if you tell that to somebody – Who's got some anxiety, like me, and some some compulsions, or that take things too far, and it may not be anxiety; it might be just compulsions where they just take or things too literally. Just, yeah, like lit- like, like literally. Yeah. Then they they go that and they take they go to the extra mile, and then you know if you were to take that with somebody who's got a family, 
they'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't spend time with you. I need to work. Right. Like, I need to work hard for this and do this thing. And I get it. There's this whole notion and there's probably people listening. They're going to think, no, 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 you have to sacrifice. You absolutely have to work really hard for what you want for your dreams. But that's what we've been told. Yes. That's what we've been told. We've been told that we need to. That was my point while ago. Yes. You become the out. Okay. That was my point. I'm so glad it came back. Okay. We're taught to be output machines in our jobs. And then that's all you become as this entrepreneurial. Yeah. God, you're just you're just a machine. Yeah. You have no humanity in you anymore. You have no friends. You have no family. You have no hobbies. You have no life. You're just working. You're a fucking machine. Yeah. But that's not breaking away from the system. That's subverting the subversion of the system and going back to it and being like, I, w- I broke out of the system, but really I'm just right. replicating it and making it worse. Um, okay, so let's talk about how to break away from that because okay. there's plenty of examples of how to be a part of it. How to take somebody's system and just make yourself adapt to that system and and just totally become it. There's a lot of examples of that. We could use YouTube, Instagram. There's so many people talking about do this and you'll get this. You know, and I think like, and I all right, like we hear all the time, read an hour a day, sleep 4 hours. Right. Get up at 3. That's like get up at I 3. Hear it all get the up time. at 4. We used to get up at 4:30. Oh my god. I used to get up. Do you remember when I used to get up at 2:30 and go to the gallery and yes, paint? Yes, I remember. And you know how shitty my paintings were? Yeah, well, you were tired. Correct. <laughs> like when I went to Europe and I stopped giving a fuck of what time I woke up, I was staying up in the like till two in the morning talking yeah. to you, yeah. and then I got up at like ten in the morning. Yeah, and you felt. And my paintings got a lot, or my my art in general got a lot better. Yeah, I think that there's a trick, and then uh, but people don't get told this, and I think the the reason that is is because if I were to tell you that this the the system for you to be the most efficient artist or entrepreneur is really your own system there is no system but your own but system that's not a good way to sell but online I, but that's videos. what I'm, that's my point that's my point <laughs> that's my point and that's what a lot of people don't hear and that's they're not they're not told that because it doesn't sell anything there's nothing to sell if i tell you the best thing that's going to work for you is your own system and so i think that's something we've talked about that before yeah. across the board right spirituality right working anything you want to like People, there's there's a there's a online class for everything. Sure, but the answer is just right. You have it all. You have it all. You I mean, okay. So there's the the how tos and knowledge. The technical. There's, there's the technical part. There's the technique part of it. I'm not talking about that. <clears throat> the process is the working. process is where I think a lot of artists have to really focus on what works for them. You know, and fuck the assholes that tell you you're not doing it right right and that's Fucking where hard. that's where i think that the uh if you're going to go to art school there's a very thin line between learning how to draw the technique the, the technique te- the and then and then there is the quote unquote art that you learn how to do in school which can really ruin you it can ruin that 100%. natural creativity that you have speaking of someone who's gone to grad school for literature that killed my soul as a writer. Right. I'm yeah. still recovering. And I've from. seen it happen with artists that were extremely talented, went to art school and came out looking like everybody else. Or worse. 
Because they're just... The, the spark's gone. Yeah, the spark is gone. Because their soul has been beat out of them by right. professors who only could become fucking professors. Right. Yeah, they become part of a system that teaches you to be part of the system. Which is ironic. Correct. Because yeah, they're teaching art. Which Correct. is inherently us about, anti-system. about, about anti-system. Um, and so, uh, going back to what we were talking about, I think that uh, you don't have to work. Here's the thing. You can work as long as you want to. If your process gets you in a mode that you end up working for eight hours straight yeah. and it feels great, then do that. Yes. But if, if you are in that process and you start to feel like crap an hour in and you think that you have to do eight hours of it, you're wrong. Like, this is, this is again, this goes back to they have, this is the only way to sell something. You'll hear this all the time is you need to do this quantity of stuff like this right. many hours right this many products no but that's wrong if you think about it that's the only thing they can sell you is do this much and this much and this right, much right because they can't sell you the feeling which is enjoy they this is what this drove me crazy because i this took me forever to figure out other people cannot teach you and cannot sell you the ability to enjoy something Right. So in, because they can't, they tell you how much to produce and right. for how long to do that. Right. But that's backwards. It is backwards because you could, you could produce a really beautiful piece of artwork in your process. If it takes you an hour, no, 30 minutes. If it took you 30 minutes to do a beautiful piece of artwork, why isn't that okay? Why does a piece of artwork dictate to you that you must spend hours and hours and on it, hours on it for it to be good correct, or amazing. It doesn't. You could do amazing artwork in 30 minutes. You could do it in nine hours. You could do it in 30 days. Whatever your process is in order to get to that point is your process. And I think that's... But you shouldn't have to force it. You shouldn't have to force it and you shouldn't have to justify your work, which right. is also hard because... If you're, and that's what drives me crazy is you listen to these videos and they're like, they're nagging on people buying a cup of coffee and, oh, you're going out partying with your friends. And I'm like, there's a line. There's a line of, yes, doing that, doing, okay, there's obviously like, like there's a middle ground to everything, but for going what you enjoy with your life you mean having permission to just enjoy the things you want to do without feeling like you should be because with the way if you listen to these videos it's like you should never enjoy any of those things you should just be working Mm -hmm. and for me having accidentally bought into this idea for years it was i need to do x amount of work so that way i justify right enjoying things right no one told me like but i just thought of what would be the most insanely inhuman amount of work to do in a day? If I do that, no one can tell me right. I shouldn't be but, enjoying myself. But they use that, 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 that sense of like that guilt trip that if you're not suffering for what you want, then you're not going to get it. Which is a very That's dangerous. American thing it, well, because it comes from sports. No pain, no gain. No pain, no gain. Right, right. But it's very dangerous. Absolutely. Because it could ruin your life. 100%. Yeah. It could ruin your life. Ruin so your health. It that, could ruin your relationships. It can ruin your, yes, your health, your relationships, everything. And so I think that whole hustle culture has really taken a turn for the worse. Like everything, 
it started off as a good idea. Right. And the pendulum swung way too fucking it far. It really did. And now, now I gotta swing it back the other direction because it's like if I finally got to the snap. Like I was listening. I can't. I don't think it was Gary V, but the Gary V said something similar to this. Mm. And Gary V is, I think, a very self-aware person, and he's he's even shifted how he talks about it. So I think he's. I don't want to sound like I'm ragging on him, but I've heard a lot of people say, "Well, I just don't want to get to the end of my life and regret the things I didn't do." One day I fucking decided, I don't want to get to my life and have done all this stuff and been like, I wish I had just enjoyed myself. I would give up all the success right. if I had just enjoyed myself. Right. Like, to me, that's a much more scary thought. Having millions of dollars, losing you, not spending time with my parents, mm-hmm. and enjoying a good book, enjoying the cat, enjoying wine and chocolate, enjoying cooking and listening to mm-hmm. oldies like I would rather us be broke for the rest of our lives lives making the art we make now having the lifestyle we have than be JK Rowling and be by myself right and be like well this not that JK Rowling's by herself but have that level of success right and have lost the things I really enjoy. Exactly. And I think that's what people that's the that's the dangerous thought part is they think that in order to be happy they have to have a big house or they have to have, you know, X amount of money in the bank or clout or followers or whatever. That's some and, and I think that's what that's the scary part is that you have to kind of understand what, what really makes you happy. Right. And I right. And I think it's we keep talking about this. It, it's such... If we break down this whole phenomenon from a consumer perspective, mm-hmm. like we have, it's 100%. The thing that they can't sell you is the feeling of enjoying the moment, enjoying the little things, creating something you love. Just like... Can you imagine if artists stop? selling shit on their Instagram, making YouTube videos because they have to, Mm -hmm. making a podcast because they have to, Mm -hmm. doing X, Y, and Z because a valid artist has these things, and just did these, like, like, they just poured their souls out and was like, this is me. Yeah. And they didn't care how many likes and money. None of that. Like, that's what I, but how much money are you going to make as a guru, if you say, just go with your bliss, stop worrying about the money. Right. Well, that's not going to get you a lot of clients as a consultant. Right. Or it would. You'll, yes, I agree. <laughs> but from the 80s perspective sure. of top down. Sure. That's, You're right. That's not how consumerism works. You're right. You're right. They don't know how to sell the feeling. That's so true. they're selling you quote unquote results. Wow. Get a million followers on Instagram. Wow. Get this money results on YouTube. Wow. That's because that's all they can fucking sell you because they don't know how to get you to get the they don't know how to get you yeah. to manifest the feeling. That would get you far more results, but they don't they don't even know how to do that. Because they're just doing what their mentors taught them and their mentors taught them. Wow. Back to whenever this whole consumerism thing started. That's 
I'm so glad we're recording this. Me too. <laughs> that was very... For the first time ever. That we've was recorded very, a conversation. Because we've had so many of these conversations. <laughs> but that was an incredibly insightful thing you just said. They don't, know how, they don't know how to sell you a feeling. They only know how to sell you results. Correct. If you were to... If you take that, what you just said, and you look at... Open your Instagram right now and just start scrolling open to YouTube and start scrolling oh, it's, it's and you will find everything that talks about results. Everything is, is about results. You say the first time I come across one, I've pulled up my Instagram. She's on her. Well, yeah. Instagram or YouTube? Instagram. YouTube has got more clickbait, but I think that Instagram has. Oh, my has Instagram a- is look, there we go. Listening to your stronger self. Here's a class on how to boost yourself as an entrepreneur by listening to your stronger self that was five posts into instagram yeah and i think you can't talk about the how you can't i mean if you're really that's being what's frustrating is the that's what's wrong right now is we're in yes we're in an information age right but information oh this is the problem with um getting the word empirical data empirical data is only data we've had in the past to predict the future but that doesn't work because everyone needs to read the black swan theory if you've not read the black swan theory because it's the best book to explain life ever okay so basically in 30 seconds empirical data is a record of everything in the past but that so then, therefore, if everything in the past is recordable, we should be able to predict everything in the future. But regardless, we still have crazy things happen that are unprecedented and unpredictable. And we pretend we can explain them after they've happened by being like, oh, well, we could... Our, the logical part of our brain tries to explain everything with empirical data. But our, everything we think and everything we try to figure out the how-to can only if we if our brains were a giant math equation we can only come up to an answer to a problem logically based on the information we have on our past experience in a logical way but that's not the only way we come up with information we could come up with information from a gut-centered place which like, we're taught not in, to do which we're taught not to do because that's emotional and womanly mm-hmm. to do things intuitively but there's something in us that like that the, okay so like the part of your brain that has anxiety and feelings and like has great impulses doesn't understand language mm. which is why when you're having a panic about something and you're like calm down calm down that part that that part of your brain doesn't under, it's like what the fuck is that noise right it doesn't know what language is mm-hmm. so in that same way though we have a we get these I need to do that. What if I did this? We get so excited. We feel our bodies like light on fire. And we're like, yes, I should do that. But then what happens right after you have that great idea? Your mind comes to, here's all, here's the 15,000 reasons that doesn't work. Right. But that's empirical data because your mind doesn't understand that because you haven't done that thing yet. And your mind is only a record of what you've already done. Right. It doesn't understand how to get to that because you haven't done it yet. Right. But a different part of your brain that doesn't understand empirical data and doesn't understand logic can still see it happening. And I think the problem is that when we have that spark of 
inspiration, the first thing we do is we go for validation on the internet. Yes, which is the worst. We try to look up answers to validate our thought, our theory, and then we get a bunch of either we hear that it's already been done, or we hear people talking about it that say that's not the way to do it, or this is the way to do it if you're thinking about doing it, but it's not necessarily the only way. That's only logical. Exactly. So the problem is, is that if you have an inspiration for an idea, don't look anything up. Don't go no, finding answers. Chase the feeling. Right. Memorize the feeling of and then do that it. thing. And then everything that every action that also feels like that feeling. Right. Do it. Do it. That's Don't wait. the map. Yeah. But if you sell anyone that, if you tell anyone that, not sell mm-hmm. them, they're gonna look at you like you're some weird super spiritual person. Right. Or you're a loon. Right. Because you're not going with logic. Because logic is like the king of, like, like the whole age of reasoning is completely backfired on us. Because mm-hmm. it's holding us, it's holding us in the past, which has all the information. Right. Instead of letting us just follow our flow. Right. In a world where we're more, we're safer now to follow our flow than we've ever have been in the past. Yeah, I mean, if you look at children, if you look at children who aren't aware of empirical data, they have nothing to go off of. There's not, yeah. If you look at children, they don't ask for permission. If they get an idea in their head, they just do it. Correct. Because they're in that theta. Yeah. You know, uh, and so they just, they have an inspired idea. They do it. They don't ask. They don't wait. They just do it. And uh, which is interesting because they did a, uh, I was reading this article where they did a, a study and they show, they did a study on, they took like a class of like pre-K students who haven't been taught any art and they measured them on a scale based on what would show um, incredible talent for the arts and they took like 20 kids at pre-k age and they put them in a room with a bunch of creative stuff paints drawings that type of stuff all of them were above normal when it came to talent for art right all of them all the kids they measured the same group when they reached sixth grade, and it was only like maybe two or three kids out of that same group that still measured a high aptitude for creating art, like a gifted level. And that that's because of the system they're put through, all the stuff that happens to them about questioning themselves, you know, um, ego, uh, anxiety, all that stuff is already starting to build into them by the time they're in sixth grade. So of course they don't have any type of creative creativity or they don't trust themselves to be good. They're questioning themselves. I see it all the time on TikTok. Yeah. When I post my videos on TikTok and I get these kids commenting, I could never do that. I could never do that. I'm not good enough. I couldn't do that. I wish I could be that good. I'm like, you are, you are that good, but you're told you're not. And so I think that's what ends up happening a lot of the times as we, especially as we get older and as artists, you know, when we lose touch of that, that we get that excited feeling, but then we immediately jump to, we need validation. We question ourselves. We use empirical data to say, oh, that's not going to work. That's not going to do good. I'm terrible. And then we go down this whole other path. And so that's, that's the problem. That's a, that's such a huge problem. And 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 then you throw in that then you throw in well the answer to that is just to work harder 
Which makes you crazier. Which makes you crazier. Because your body... Okay, that's what's wrong with... Especially... Okay. My dad will argue, because we've had this argument before, that it's different for people who are doing business. Sure. Than for creatives. It, I think there's a thin line. There's a very thin line. But I think it's especially more sensitive for creatives. Sure. Because you are creative when you're in alpha brainwave. Yeah, creativity is not a math problem. But if you're living in high beta, which if you're getting... Let's, okay, let's just first tackle the sleep problem. I believe you can... like I believe if you're in a great zen place and you're taking care of your body, you've mastered your insecurities, you are Sadhguru of India, which you should look him up on YouTube because he's cool. Like... You can get by on four hours of sleep because you're just you're just blissed out in life. Mm-hmm. Your body's totally in the flow. Right. You don't need more than four hours. Okay, but that's if you're not really living in high beta. If you're living in high beta, you're living in a place of like you got cor- constant cortisol production, which burns out your adrenals. Which I know this because this has happened to me. Burns out your adrenals, burns out your serotonin, and starts attacking your body to pull out the magnesium. Then your body has to sleep because there's nothing left. Your body's because that literally your body starts breaking down. Right. So, and so okay. So if you're not sleeping, you're having all these chemical imbalances happening in your body. You're not going to be in an alpha brainwave state. Mm-hmm. You're never going to create like you could. Because you've got this super active brainwave pattern. Right. The same brainwave patterns that happen right. when a big animal jumps out. Of, and we've heard that before, but literally that same feeling when a friend jumps out and scares you, right. that's the chemicals you're living in. You're never going to create in that state. Right. And I think people are putting themselves in that state. Because they feel like they have to. Because they feel like they have to. So if you're putting yourself in that hustle state right now, if you guys are listening and you're like, you're thinking you've got to pump out a certain amount of work, you know, and you've got to be doing it all day or you're not going to be successful. You're just stressing yourself out. And you're keeping you're, yourself you're, in beta. You're keeping yourself in this negative state of energy and you're putting your body through the stress. Your your eating habits are going to change. You're, you know, you're physically going to feel ill. You're not going to be in a creative mode. You can't create in that mode at no, all. Because why would you create? Because your body's designed to save you in that mode. Right. It's not the time to be Picasso <laughs> when the lion <laughs> is chasing you through the field. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, no, I must record this poem now. While the lion is ripping off <laughs> right. my leg. Your body, just, yeah, your body doesn't know the difference. No, because no. your body shuts your brain off. Yeah. Literally, when the cortisol dump happens, when you're in that moment, it makes your brain <laughs> stop. Yeah. And so, no by, wonder... By the, by the way, you should do a drawing of Picasso <laughs> being chased by a bear trying to paint. That would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, it'd be like The Revenant. It'd be like The Revenant, but with Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, you can't... There's so, You can't function at that. So stop feeling crazy because you're like, I'm doing the work and it's not working. Right. It can't work. It can't work. Anymore... Then if you were to go stand in the street and paint and be like, have cars whizzing by you, and you'd be able to just paint like it's nothing. Right. 
Like, if you're in danger, real or imagined, you're not going to be creative. It's just, you, you have to get down to alpha. There's not, that's, just, that's just the answer. Yeah. Because that's how your body functions. Right. So, like, and but no one's talking about that. Because no. they can't sell you anything. Right, right. If, yeah. If they're saying... Take care of yourself. Yeah, like don't go for the results. Yeah. Go for the feeling. Go for the feeling. Which is be blissed out. Right. Which, which I'm still, which, I'm which, still trying to get which, better at. Which ironically produces the results. Which yes. Which is why we should all be hippies. <sighs> it's not Charles it's, Manson it's hippies. Crazy. But not Charles Manson hippies. Literal hip actual hippies. Uh so anyway, fuck the hustle. Fuck the hustle. Right. As Robert Downey Jr. would say, when you hear people say shit like this, smile, nod, and do whatever the fuck you're going to do anyway. Yeah. This episode's been brought to you uh, by fire. By fire. <laughs> 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 you guys ever get cold sometimes? Try uh, fire. Try fire. <laughs> <laughs> we watch way too much TikTok. We do watch too much TikTok. Okay. That was uh, episode, this is episode six, I believe, or seven. Uh, great episode. This was great. I'm this so glad fun. that I'm so glad that we recorded this. We're going to do this more often. Now we will uh, be able to. Uh, I'm going to sleep until four tomorrow. Just kidding. I have to be open paint at the store. At the store. At where are you, you going to be painting at tomorrow? Mad Style. Mad Style. She's going to be doing live painting at Mad Style. Great vintage shop. Probably the best vintage shop in town. Uh, it's, yes, by far. Uh, so you'll be there tomorrow for how long? I will be there from 11 a.m. to 5. Okay, cool. I'll be also painting, but here at the come apartment. Come visit me. I oh, know. Well, I'm going to come I'm see you. I'm kicking myself out of the metaphorical nest and making myself <laughs> do, do things on my own. Good. You can come next. Cool. All right. Well... Thanks for joining us, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed it very much. I enjoyed it. This was it. fun. Great conversation. This Glad could we could go on for hours. We could have gone on for hours. But you did really good. You made some really incredible, insightful Thanks. quotes that I'm going to steal now. Thanks. Okay. All right. Have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you later. <laughs>